Hi, I'm Tiffany. And I'm Catherine. We're the co-founders of Yo Massage, and you're listening to the Yo Massage Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about all the things that make you feel good. The things that increase hormones to make us feel connected, happy, and loved, while decreasing hormones that contribute to stress and anxiety. The things that will ultimately improve our quality of life by making us happier and healthier mentally, physically, and emotionally. We can't wait for you to feel the difference this podcast makes in your life. Today, we are talking about stretching and its role and relationship with the nervous system. And just a reminder that our podcast is meant to be equal parts educational, entertaining, and inspirational, and it's not intended to be a substitution for professional mental health care. Okay. So why when you stretch, when you take the time to do a forward fold or touch your toes or whatever, why does it help calm you down or make you feel more relaxed? For me, it just feels good. I think for a lot of people, stretching just feels good. And after you've stretched, you just feel better. For me, I associate it with I feel more energized. I feel more relaxed. Maybe it's because you're not as tense. Your muscles aren't as tense. Yeah. I mean, I almost wonder – so we picked this topic and then we started doing the research and we were kind of like, hmm, there's some interesting stuff out there. For me, I didn't find anything on this, which is what my, I guess, hypothesis was, is that when you're stretching, you are basically practicing mindfulness because you're focusing on the sensation you're feeling in your body. You have to intentionally do that. Whenever you're stretching, it's not just like, okay, you're being mindful about the part of your body that you're stretching. You have to intentionally focus on that part of the body. But I think it gives you an easy avenue to do that because you are sensing something. You are feeling something. It's interesting you said that it generally feels good because I think that too. But my boys hate stretching. They think it hurts. They're very tight. And so I think maybe for us – Maybe, but do they stretch in the morning? Do they like – do like a good – that probably feels good for them. Yeah, yeah, more like a natural stretch. Yeah, it's probably because you tell them to stretch (laughs) and they're like, I don't want to. I hate stretching. (laughs) I'm always like, touch your toes, let your head hang, go side to side for at least a minute, two minutes. Yeah. No, I do because my son actually has back pain and I know it's because Mm -hmm. he's so tight. We have a summer list of like things they have to do before they get oh, screen time and yeah. stretching is on <laughs> So yeah, I guess. Yeah, so I think whenever you stretch that or like similar to working out, whenever you're doing it as a part of checking off a list or like a routine, that can take away the mindfulness yeah. component because, it, okay, I have to do 20 squats and it's like I'm not even thinking about True. the squats or like I have to touch my toes for 10 seconds and it's like, okay, I'm just counting the time. I'm not even thinking about what's happening in the body. So I think that it is important to figure out how to incorporate that mind-body connection piece into it. Mm -hmm. Muscles are innervated, right? They're nerve endings. They're part of the nervous system. There's communication sent to the brain when different things happen with the muscles. And so from what I could gather, it seems like, and, and it just makes 
common sense, I think, too, is if I overstretch and I'm hurting myself, that's not going to feel relaxing. I'm going to, my fight or flight is probably going to start activating in my nervous system. Whereas if I'm doing like a nice, slow, gentle, restorative mm-hmm. stretch, yes, then my body's like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. my nervous, it's the muscles are talking to my nervous system and I can now relax. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's yeah, <laughs> what I gathered from what I read. So I found something really interesting. I don't know what it's called, but it's it's basically this theory that what you do to one side of your body affects the other yes, side. I saw that too. So there was a study where they did, for instance, like for gripping, they gripped like some sort of ball or something, and just for the right hand for. 10 days or whatever, working with a physical therapist and they were strengthening that hand. And then they found after the end of the experiment, their left hand had increased by half, even though they hadn't even done anything. And so that was kind of the common number that they found across different studies that even if you just do something on one side, it also helps the other side of the body and that it's typically around half the strength gain or the flexibility gain. And the other thing is, and I don't think that there was a conclusion on this, but it's better with the top of your body. Like if you do something with the top of the body, it affects the bottom of the body, but not necessarily vice versa. Our bodies are so fascinating. (laughs) It's it's wild. I mean, the topic today is stretch in the nervous system. Mm -hmm. And so it really is – one of the things I read is that when you stretch, the actual length of your muscle – isn't really changing much, but it's the nervous system's response in relation to the stretch. So if the nervous system feels pain, it's like, nope, we're not, I'm not going to let you move anymore. You cannot stretch any further. But if the nervous system doesn't feel pain, it's relaxed. And now it's going to allow you to move further into that stretch. And I think that's actually what's behind yin yoga and the restorative stuff that we do with fascists. You start out with maybe a smaller stretch or a super gentle and you stay in it for several minutes and over time your body just gives in, right? And relaxes and you're able to get into these deeper and deeper stretches slowly because your nervous system is allowing that to happen. So it's not really about your muscles so contracted that it just can't stretch. It's really about the nervous system and your mind saying, okay, I feel safe. Yeah, I can stretch. Yeah, and I think that those studies about the one side of the body affecting the other just really shows how much your whole body and your nervous system is working together and how much your body wants to be in balance. It doesn't want to have one side working better, more flexible or stronger than the other. Your body is always trying to be in balance We'll obviously link all of these, but I would definitely recommend reading that study. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of, I think it's in the placebo book. You are the placebo book that I love so much. It reminds me of multiple studies they talked about where you can just imagine yourself lifting weights. Mm. Literally, you can just picture yourself lifting weights. And over time, you'll actually be able to gain strength and muscle mass without actually ever lifting weights. Yeah, that's crazy. I know. Yeah. It blows my mind. 
Yeah, I think the main thing, and I don't know if we talk much about the parasympathetic nervous system, but that is the main focus of yoga massage uh-huh. and the research that we do with yoga massage is studying how to activate the parasympathetic nervous system more because now in our culture, we are always stressed and there's always something coming at us and we can't quickly transition between sympathetic and parasympathetic as easily as we should. So we need to do things like stretching and yoga and massage and meditation and mindfulness that help bring us back into the sympathetic nervous system or the parasympathetic nervous system. Yeah. And then I would say too, obviously a big part of yoga massage is massage. And Mm -hmm. so we're really big into that. And when people have pain or tension or sore muscles, that activates the sympathetic nervous system, right? When you're in pain. Yes. And so stretching actually impacts your sensory receptors and your muscles in a very similar way to massage. So when you are stretching, you're basically giving your muscles some love and that then allows you to be in the parasympathetic mode more often when you're not experiencing pain. Yeah. And it's not even just in that moment because if you are stretching more, that's going to help you have less pain on a regular basis, which is going to help you stay out of the sympathetic nervous system Mm -hmm. and just going to help you feel more relaxed, less stressed, overall better health and longevity. I am the biggest proponent of stretching. (laughs) Actually, it was funny. I bought a new car this past weekend and the salesman was a super nice young man and he was like 20 or something. But he was saying that he has had low back pain for like three years. And so I love talking about this stuff. So so I like start going off about the importance of stretching and stretching self-massage with the massage Mm -hmm. balls, you know, massage balls and, and just, you know, other regular massage. And he was a big mindfulness person. So it was dude, put all that together and like you've got yourself a solution, you know? Got yourself a (laughs) yoga massage class. (laughs) A yoga massage class is an experience like no other. While relaxing in a comfortable and supportive stretch and practicing mindfulness, a certified yoga massage therapist gives you that safe, comforting, feel-good touch you crave. While yoga massage classes aren't in session while we are practicing physical distancing, You can visit our website, yomassage.com, to find certified practitioners holding virtual classes. You can look forward to experiencing a yomassage class in person soon. The type of stretching I think that really helps to activate the parasympathetic nervous system is more of like the yen and the restorative stretching. It's not intense, like, oh my gosh, it hurts so bad. I can't do this. It's, oh, this feels really good. I want to stay here for a really long time and relax. So whenever you are thinking about stretching, I think the common thing that people think of is, oh, it's going to hurt or stretching is supposed to hurt for it to work. And that's not the case. It's supposed to feel good. If something is hurting, whether it's massage or stretching, it's not working. It's not doing its job. So whenever you feel pain, you need to listen to your body and 
back off. Right. And I would say too, a lot of people for a long time, I think the trend was to do this bouncing stretch. Mm, Do you remember that? It's still, it's definitely a trend. I think in like the flexibility world for sure. I mean, it's so dangerous. Like you're going to injure yourself, Mm -hmm. but it basically forces you into the stretch. So don't do that. (laughs) Yeah. Don't do that. I mean, we do restorative stretches. We like to use our bolsters. If you don't have a yoga bolster, you need to get one. You just lay over it. It's much easier to use than a foam roller, which they're definitely different, but I think that it can give you that same stretching feeling as a foam roller and it's just soft. There's so many different things you can do. You can look at our Instagram and see some pictures of mm-hmm. different things that we like to do with the bolsters, but it just feels so good. And I mean, even with that, some of the positions we do, it's good to bolster yourself mm-hmm. up. Well, that sounds confusing because I'm using the word bolster, but you know, if <laughs> support support yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So use blankets or props to support yourself. You want it to be so that you can slowly maybe remove some of those after your body's loosened up and then comfortably get into a deeper stretch instead of just getting into that maximum stretch immediately. Mm -hmm. And once you get into the routine of it, your body is going to crave it. You're going to be like, I need to stretch or I need to do these things. And I think it's a good segue to talk about how to incorporate this. I think that this is really similar to everything we talk about, but specifically in health and wellness, I think people will create this idea of what they think their stretching routine or their wellness routine should be. And you start off by thinking, oh, I want to do an hour of yoga a day or an hour of stretching a day. And then you don't do it. And then you feel like you failed. And then instead you do nothing. And so I think really like if you're a beginner or not even if you're a beginner, but if it's just not something that's a part of your regular routine, start slow. Like what is one stretch that you like to do? Do that in the morning for 10 seconds. Do it at lunch. Do it at night. You know what I've been doing lately is either when I wake up, because when I wake up, I spend, I don't know, probably like 20 minutes in bed after I've woken up, just like letting myself fully wake up Mm -hmm. before I'm out of bed. And I'll do butterfly legs or Mm -hmm. I'll do a twist. I guess those are really the only two laying down in bed that I do. But the other thing, yeah, like you mentioned earlier is our bodies naturally want to stretch in the Mm -hmm. morning, right? We raise our arms up overhead and like out to the side and maybe move our hips to the side or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so when you notice yourself doing that, maybe just add a little to it. Yeah, I think that the morning is best if you are really like, oh, when should I do it? If you can do it in the morning, just after you wake up, do a forward fold, do like a little back bend, side bend, draw circles with your hips, try to touch your toes. You know, I think that that's really the best time to do it. And then also if you could do it a little bit at lunchtime or a little bit before you go to bed, those are great times too. But You don't need that long. I mean, it's great if you can spend 20 minutes to an hour a day. But if you really, if you just have five minutes, if you just have two minutes, do some little stretches and it's going to make a big difference. And it helps your mental clarity too. Mm -hmm. I feel like if I'm sitting at our, in the office, if I'm sitting for hours, if I get up and I just do warrior legs and like a forward fold, Mm -hmm. I feel energized and like refreshed and I'm able to sit back down and 
you know, start working again for a little bit. So if you're at work and you're able to just Actually, I people probably think I'm weird a lot, but you know we have to have lines for the grocery store now. Oh so yeah, the Trader you're, Joe's you're pretty line. weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> weird. I don't care. Whatever. So like I'm standing in line forever, and my low back starts to hurt, and so I'll do I'll either squat or I'll do forward fold. <laughs> One time we were at an airport. I always and do it at airports. <laughs> we were waiting. Our plane was about to board and so everyone's kind of like gathering up and you know where people walk, like a ton of people are walking in the aisle and Tiffany and I are standing kind of near that. We're pretty much standing right in the middle of where people are walking and then Tiffany just like squats down and I'm like, can you not? This is weird. I'm just going to go over here. Squats are the best. If you haven't done squats, it really opens up your low back. Yeah, it, it feels good. And your hips. And, and I do that too. Actually, I remember before my first trip to Rwanda, I was like, that was the biggest trip I have ever you know, done. And so I was kind of prepping for it and I was nervous for being uh-huh. on a plane that long. I was just nervous how my body was going to feel. And so for probably the whole hour leading up to boarding, I was like on the floor and I had my legs mm-hmm. like in a V, like wide-legged forward fold. Yeah. I, was like, I was doing well, all kinds yeah. of stretches. Be confident and just do do what you need to do because everyone else wants to do that. I feel like and like if you're on a long flight, who cares? Get up and do some stretches in the aisle. Like everyone else wants to do it, so you might as well. I think I'm just getting to that age, you know. There's like different I'm to the age where I'm like, whatever. Yeah. I just don't care. (laughs) I'm just going to do what I need to do. Yeah. You're going to add to what you're already doing in the morning. You can utilize your time when you're reading or watching TV or laying in Mm -hmm. bed to do some stretches. I recommend stretching in conjunction with self-massage. So Mm -hmm. doing a little stretch, then using like a massage ball, and then doing some more stretch. And you can really work out some of the tight areas that are Mm -hmm. causing you pain. And then Catherine had mentioned how the whole body interacts. You might think, well, I don't really need to stretch my arms or my chest or whatever, Mm -hmm. but the whole body talks to each other and interacts with each other. And so when you stretch one area, you can research fascia. We didn't really get much into fascia on this episode, but fascia and stretch are, I mean, directly related. And that's sort of why one part of the body impacts another part. So if you stretch one part, it is going to positively impact Mm -hmm. another part of your body. And it could be totally on the other side of your body. It's not just in an adjacent area. And from the research that we talked about today about the upper body affecting the lower body, maybe use that as if you have five minutes, stretch the upper body because that's also going to affect the lower body more than the lower body affects the upper body. Right. So just a little tidbit. Although I would say that the majority of people have tight hamstrings. That's like a chronic issue, I feel like, in our – at least in the Western. But what about but neck and shoulders? I feel like that's what people well, – Yeah. So, okay. So, here are my two <laughs> recommendations. What we see most is tight hamstrings and tight pec muscles, chest muscles, because that's what causes your pain in your upper back. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's like, oh, my, you know, my yeah. traps, my shoulders and my back. And it's because your chest is super tight mm-hmm. and it's making your shoulders You're hunching like over. Hunching. I would say those are my two recommendations, doing mm-hmm. chest openers and then touching your toes yeah. to try to get your 
Well, get a bolster and look at our Instagram and do what people do on our Instagram where they lay over the bolster and just like stretch. Uh, do and it, it stretches right the low back. I feel so good. It really does. It's, it, that's one of our favorites. Fan favorite. In addition to the signature Yo Massage class, Yo Massage offers other specialized experiences such as energetic Yo Massage. In an energetic yo massage class, your practitioner will combine a traditional yo massage session with our signature energy work ritual and a healing and transformative mind-body-soul experience. As you find rest and relaxation and restorative stretches and get lost in mind-opening meditations, your practitioner will provide an enlightening, energetic experience. You'll leave this session feeling a true sense of transformation and tranquility. For more information, visit yomassage.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review wherever you listen. To learn more about today's topic, check out yomassage.com backslash podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you next week.